This is Corolla Digital. Hello, my little gobstoppers. It's me, Allison. Before the show officially starts, we have time for me to talk about something that is on my mind. So I just found out that um, someone who gets mad at people a lot and sort of constantly has a like a list of, of slights was upset with me about something a long time ago. And it's... Wait a second. Is this me? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Well... No, no, I mean, it's not. I'm just, I get mad at people a lot. Oh, do you? I started to feel insecure. No, don't even worry about it. Well, okay, although, sorry. as, okay, we're not cutting this out. Or did, did you just pause it or is, are we still going? No, no, no. We're, I'm like, okay, on. we're letting Lord's it all hang all, out. baby. Right, okay. So, well, as I talk about this, you'll, you'll realize that you know what I'm talking about because um, I, I talked to you about it earlier. Uh, so, yeah. So, anyway, this, um, it was upset with me about something, and this was a long time ago. But it's based on a misunderstanding, the general thing being this person felt like I didn't have his or her back. But I very much had his or her back. But like I said, there was a misunderstanding. But it's not its not the kind of thing where I can set the record straight um, because it's so much after the fact. And plus, it's a real, like, who cares? Because this person, like I said, has a constantly has a rotating list of things which are uh, are upsetting to this person. And so it's really, I think the healthy thing for me would be to just say, um, don't let it get to me. And yet, I hate when my intentions are... I guess questioned or I hate when someone doesn't give me the benefit of their doubt. Uh, I said their doubt, the benefit of the doubt or thinks the worst of me or it's, you know what it is? It's more, it's, it's more like the injustice because I feel like I am a good person. Damn it. (laughs) I'm kind of joking, but I do feel that way. And in general, I find that this sense of injustice, which is like such a waste of time is something that gets like, that's what galls me about almost all misunderstandings. I'm like, but it's just not fair. So anyway, I'm um, kind of sounding like a three-year-old and yet uh, this thing is bothering me. Yes, Gary. Okay, now I feel really bad because this is my fault. (laughs) No, but I appreciate. No, but I brought it to your attention and, and, you know, so I'm sorry, first of all, for interrupting you and your your thoughts of what was on your mind. It's okay. uh, I sympathize with all of it because you're right. It probably is best to let it go. Uh But at the same time, I get the same way, which is like, hey, come on, man. Like... It's me. You know that's definitely not what I meant. Yeah. Like, come on. But you're right. We're talking years. Was it? Oh, was it years it's ago? It's been twelve months, probably. Yeah. So you're right. You probably should let it go. But right. it's I hope tough. this was cathartic. Yes, it was actually. Now I don't want. <clears throat> I was trying to obscure some of the details. Which I feel like we're I still. Like keeping, we have. I feel like we're keeping it frustratingly like vague. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was going to say is, um, uh, but I don't want you, Gary, to feel bad for having brought this whole thing to my attention because I understand where no, you no, no. Are I felt from. bad. I felt bad for interrupting you and suggesting it was me. And oh. then if I had waited eight more seconds, I would have totally understood what you were talking about. Oh no! Don't even feel bad. I don't. Okay. So wait, do you have a laundry list of people you're mad at all the time? Oh, yeah. What do you think that's about? It's a problem with me, I've been told. 
Oh, by who? Professionals. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know you've sought professional help with some of your things. There's no shame in that. I encourage everyone to do it. I have. I feel no shame in it. It's been a while since I've uh, sought such professional help, and that's probably because the person who originally told me I just decided was right. Mm -hmm. I haven't changed much, which is not something I'm proud of. I've tried, but uh, I don't feel the need to necessarily go back and pay someone to tell me something I already know if I obviously can't change it. Well, was it something that was like something you could work on? I mean, because my sense... I've been told that I cut people out way too easily. I'm I'm very one and done. If I feel... I've been... Wow, really thought this topper would be a lot more about you. (laughs) It's Um, time. I no, I've I've been told before, and I think this is correct that um, if somebody wrongs me to an extent, and it it it's a serious thing, like you got to fuck me over pretty bad. But if you do, then fuck that, you're just out of my life, yeah, done completely. And what do you think? Why do you think that is? Irishness, Irishness, <laughs> being Irish and Catholic. I don't know. I just like to blame it on my heritage. Just <laughs> right. I don't want it to be a mental problem with me. But no, I don't know. Well, I, I can't point to any reason that that would be. I don't think my parents are like that really. No, I would suggest uh, – Nessie, now I cut you off. I would suggest perhaps that it's that things really affect you and that you have high expectations of those close to you. Oh, here. I'll tell you what it is. Okay. And it, it's a combination of that. I have high expectations of the people around me. I am generous and uh, helpful to a fault. And so and so, I will help people with, with ridiculous things and, and do almost anything for a friend. So if I get fucked over to a certain degree, it's like, whoa, like you haven't seen like the five years of me just bending over backwards for mm-hmm. anything you need, like fuck this. I'm not even going to try to explain to you what you did wrong because obviously the balance in this relationship is is not ever going to be fulfilled because if you would do that after all the shit that I've done for you and tried to help you with then then there's no there's no convincing you, you know, bringing you back. Right. And yeah. that's not something I'm proud of, but it's me. Well, so, but I mean a certain amount of that, I think, a certain amount of having boundaries and of saying if this, you know, this just happened and that that is not okay, and this is that that's that. I think a certain amount of that is healthy. I'm trying to think like how a healthy person would handle these things. I suppose, I suppose, a healthy person. I'm not saying you're not healthy. That's not the right no, word. No, no. But well, I mean, I suppose a lot of ideally, one would make an attempt to communicate it and to not let it get to that point. Right. Right. But and and when I look back. This has happened multiple times, which is why I know it's a problem. And there are two or three instances that I can point to where I was just right. I mean, the the event that came to a head was so egregious that there was no talking talking it back down. Mm-hmm. And in certain instances, it's like, you know, relationships where I let something boil over, you know, like, like uh, you know, I let something boil over that I just didn't enunciate at all for a long time and – the other person probably thought that it wasn't a big deal, and then one day they did something that just blew my gasket, and I overreacted, and that was that. And that's not healthy or appropriate, but there are instances where you know something out of the ordinary happened where it was a fairly good balance for most of the relationship, and then something 
fucking terrible happened and I snapped and just decided that was that. Mm -hmm. That's probably not the healthiest way to deal with things. I mean, in terms of having a list of people you're mad at at all times. That was more said in jest. Well, I I know. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think some of that has to do with not – because what I relate to in that is if I'm up – and I I work on this and I – have worked on it and probably always will, will work on this kind of thing. Um, if I'm upset with someone, instead of my first impulse being I'm going to talk to, about it with them, my first impulse is to just I'm going to just hold this close to me and think about it because I don't know how to deal with it yet or and I don't even feel comfortable dealing with it at all. And then it just kind of festers and then can become a list. Yeah, I think that the list thing a lot has to do with working here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. No, I mean, you're right. It's, I would rather, going back to the Irish and Catholic thing, and uh-huh. I've, I I only say this because I know other people who are of that lineage that do this, the family didn't really address things that were uncomfortable, so I'm not wildly drawn to addressing something that's uncomfortable. Yeah. I would much rather just ignore it and hope that they, hope that that was an anomaly and it wouldn't continue. Is the, is the... I guess I'm not that familiar with what I, Irish. Maybe I'm, I'm just. I'm, I, I could it's just as if be, I'm drunk right now, but I I'm could totally just be not. generalizing. It's, no, 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 no. Stick with this. Um, what I was going to say is I'm not that familiar with what Irish and Catholic denotes, but is it the idea of kind of having a st- keeping a stiff upper lip and and just uh, not talking through everything or analyzing everything? Yeah, it's very waspy. Not you, for lack of a better <laughs> term. It's it's very. You know, things that are uncomfortable, things that, you know, you just, you don't talk about them. You just, I don't know. It's so, it's it's cute. You and I with our separate cultural heritages, both sitting there picking scabs off our head. <laughs> I got two bug bites the other night. I'm so happy. Head. You got bug bites on your head? Yeah, in my own bed, which is really unsettling. That's frightening, yeah. But I got to pick the scab. That's pretty, that, that is the silver lining. But what are bugs doing in your bed, biting your head? And yeah. how do you know they're bug bites, not, I don't know, zits? Three zits don't develop in the same night. That's true. And I don't know yeah. if they happened while I was on my bed because I did play golf that day, and I'm clinging to the the idea that the six hours I was on the golf course, something happened that I wasn't aware of. Mm-hmm. But I woke up, and I had bug bites all over my head, and I thought, I shouldn't talk about this on the podcast. No, there there's a <laughs> bit of... of um, some people have expressed disdain for our continued discussion of picking scabs off the top of our heads. But to that I say, would you like me to go back to talking about my period? Because it's no. either or. <laughs> All right. I think we have time now for me to say, sorry that that was so halting before and I felt a little bit inarticulate. Um, I think it's just that my emotions are just all all over the place. Hence, uh, words not coming as easily as I would want them to. But I feel like my my true listeners, whom I love, and that's you guys listening to this right now, understand that sometimes that happens. I'd like to apologize for how much I've talked in the last 11 minutes. I would like to apologize for how little you've talked every other time we've done a show together because the people need to hear Gary. And I think it's time for iTunes Comment of the Week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars.
The first iTunes comment of the week this week comes from Danny Eliel. Danielle? Well, D A N I E I I E. Wait, I gotta write. I gotta write it down. Everyone at home, write this down. D A N I. Go. Okay, keep going. E I I. E I I. E L E E. E L E E. Danny E Lee. Danny I Lee. What? Dan Danny Lee. <laughs> I don't know. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. That's that's my substitute. From Jimmy. That's good. I always go Fred. Oh, yeah. yeah. But anyway. All right. So it's titled You're my new best friend and you don't even know me with an at sign, which I would imagine is just a typo. Okay. But I don't know. I really enjoy listening to your podcast. You are so real and down to earth and that is so refreshing. I lost my husband a few years ago and when I am feeling lonely, probably not f- Jimmy. <laughs> Too soon. I lost my husband a few years ago, and when I'm feeling lonely and my friends are busy or asleep, it is nice to know I can spend time listening to you. I appreciate that. Please do not tell Adam, but the news on his podcast is my favorite part. Thanks for being my new best friend in a non-creepy way. Thank you for being my new best friend, and thank you for your comment. And it brings me more um, satisfaction and joy than you know to know that... My podcast brings you comfort at a time like that. Um, my heart goes out to you. And I'm happy for everyone who listens to my podcast and for everyone who can relate and for everyone who feels less alone. That makes me feel so good. Um, I, for some reason, am always especially – like the people I want to hug the most are people who are in pain or going through something um, – but I also want to hug the happy people. But they don't need hugs as much, you know? So don't be hug hogs, happy people. Because there's people who are sad who need them more. So I guess I'm a little torn on the idea of whether to give hugs to everyone. I mean, I, I do want to hug everyone, but I hope you know what I'm saying. Because I lost what I was saying somewhere in there. I guess what I'm saying is I'm, I, I, my heart goes out to people who are in pain. And it makes me feel really good to know that my podcast uh, is something that brings you a little bit of solace. Okay. All right, so our second iTunes comment of the week comes from Peter Sheldon. Uh, it's called Catching Up with My New Best Friend. Thanks for the bonus episode with Lynette. Lynette has shared a lot of stories over the years on her own podcast, but needed her time with a great interviewer like Allison. Oh, thank you. Producer's note, I agree. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of insight into Adam. I loved it. Also, I just listened to the Maria Menunos episode. I didn't know how I missed that last week. Oh, sorry. Missed that that week. It was fun. Another great job, Allison and Gary, my second place new best friend. Well, thank you, Peter. Don't think that I didn't like all of your other episodes. There's too much to talk about each one. Except, will you ever be able to top the gross-out factor of Jim Norton and Andrew W.K.? You and Gary are up to the challenge. Thanks for the infotainment. (laughs) Thank you. And will we ever? I feel like we already have. Wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah. Did you listen to part one of the Ben Hoffman episode? I know. Here's the difference, though. The Jim Norton episode had all of the disgustingness that you've come to know and love, plus creepy sex stuff. That, didn't it? Uh, He's into creepy sex stuff. I'm sorry. I didn't know if you were talking about the show or him. All I expect from him is creepy sex stuff. You're talking about that show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it was disgusting 
and creepy in a sexual way. Andrew W.K. was disgusting in a bodily function kind of way. Oh, I still took that as sexual. I mean, you might have gotten a thrill well, I mean, from it, listen. but you know. But then, and then you and I are just disgusting in a um, period scabby kind of way. So I feel like God, really let's the not whole combine those. <laughs> oh my God, my brain is all over the place with that thought right now. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is, in terms of the absolutely disgusting diaspora, it's there. Just choose what end of the spectrum you want to be on. And I can point you to some episodes. And But then we also talk about ducklings. It's, there's a lot of range here. It's cute and it's disgusting. Maybe it's actually just the extremes. No, I'd say there's we cover the middle ground as well. All right. I think we have time for a quick fan phone call. Oh, but... On a fan, fan phone call. Allison, what thank you all. On a fan, fan phone call. But I'm what sorry, I was gonna, Allison. Did you have something to say? I was going to add, if you'd like to uh, have your iTunes comment potentially be an iTunes comment of the week, uh, leave us a comment on iTunes. You know, it's obvious, you guys. Oh, and click five stars. All right. We will be calling Jeff. Hello? Hi, is this Jeff? Yeah. Hi, Jeff. It's Allison Rosen from Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Hi. How's it going? It's going just fine. What are you up to? I'm, I'm watching Mike and Molly. I don't watch that show. Is it good? Because I do like Melissa McCarthy. Do you know there's a clause in their contract that if they get too thin, they can be fired? No, but I want that. <laughs> Wait, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want that they're, kind they're, of clause. Oh. Chuck Warren may have that. He may actually have done that. Wait, what? Well, you're not that, but you know, you're not that fast. Thank you, David Allen Greer. Um, no, I'm just saying I think that'd be cool if part of your job was having to, you know, maintain a... I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, like I having to eat a lot of I snacks. I have to in the girth. And I'm sorry, I talked over you. What did you just say? A heftiness or a girth. Yes, exactly. A heftiness or a girth. That's right. So every, every day you go in, they take some calipers to you, make sure you're, you're wide enough, and say, great, you get paid. Yes, that would be wonderful. So you're watching Mike and Molly. So is that mm-hmm. a good evening for you? Uh, it, it, it's it's a, it's an average Monday. An average Monday. Yeah. <laughs> so it's appointment viewing for you. Yeah, yeah. What do well, you do? We, we have we have a DV. Uh, I'm unemployed right now. Oh, that. So ha- this might this may be the highlight of my day. Okay, I'm gonna have to back up for a minute. You're okay. watching Mike and Molly. You're unemployed right now, and this might be the highlight of your day? <laughs> this is. Allison Rosen giving me a call is the highlight of my day, yes. Could I, go, could I get a week, please? A highlight of your week? I, what I, else I do you have? Actually, go- actually I'll, give you, I'll give you the month, and it's late in the month, too. Thank you. I'm glad <laughs> it's not February because I would feel shortchanged. Well, so what kind of work do you do when you're actually doing it? I, I used to work for a uh, blueprinting company where I agree with you that all architects are assholes. Thank you. And engineer, engineers are uh, socially fucked up. and Construction work is low, too. Yeah. And all that. So you work for Blue... What did you do for the blueprinting company? I, I managed one of their branch offices. Hmm. Do you guys use CAD? I don't know what that is, but I feel like it's related. <laughs> we use CAD, yes. <laughs> Let's talk about how architects are dicks. Now, 
I announced this a while ago on the Adam Carolla show, and I said it as if it is common knowledge because I thought it was common knowledge. I thought everyone knows what it means when you describe like an architect personality, which is a megalomaniac, control freak, probably frigid. I don't know. Um, but then I was roundly mocked by Adam Carolla and Bob Bryan as if I was as if I was like, well, everyone knows that, um, you know, green is an ugly color or something as if yeah. as it's an error. It was insane. Doesn't everyone know? I mean, now you tell me. Why do you think architects are evil? Well, they were my clients for 15 years, and they, they're they just they're egomaniacal, like you say, and they come in just pompous, and their shit don't stink, and hop to it, and they don't, not much appreciation when you back bend over backwards for them and stuff, and they're, they're just kind of pricks. And, all, and it's always, uh, how can I get this for three cents less? You know, nothing but that shit. Oh, classic architects. Yeah. So what are you going to do next? I'm going to figure out why Allison Rosen's calling me. Because <laughs> it's your lucky night. Cause, what? Because it's your lucky night. Nay. It month. is my lucky night. Month. Sorry. I, I month. sold myself Thank short. You. Thank yeah. you. So you're in the 714. Yes. That's Orange County? HB. HB, that's Huntington Beach for people who don't know. Do you yep. like Huntington Beach? I do. I've lived here about 10 years. Where are you, where were you from before that? Uh, I lived in Anaheim and Costa Mesa, but then uh, for the first 20 years of my life, I'm, I was in Montana. Montana. I've never been there. You had to stop and think if it was where it was, right? I did. I had to decide which way I was going to go with this. There's not a lot to work with. You say, well, what state is that in? No, there is a lot to work with. What it was was you were mentioning all these Orange County places, which made me want to say, oh, we're in Costa Mesa, et cetera, because I lived in Costa Mesa. And then I thought, I don't know how much the Orange County talk is really going to speak to people who aren't specifically in Orange County. It sort of would sort of be like if I found out that you went to my high school and then I have to say, oh, do you know Gary, <laughs> oh, you let's know, say. Yeah. You know. I think it's okay. I think Orange County ought to take that over. You know, people over for years have talked about different boroughs in New York and stuff. Like, everybody should know where the fuck they are. Right. So, why don't you do it with, like, Fullerton and Mission Viejo and stuff? All right. Well, then let's get into this for a second. I think that Huntington Beach, or HB, kind of has um, a particular personality. Like an yeah. HB guy. And you don't seem like an HB guy. But an HB guy, Gary, how would you describe someone from HB? I just screamed douchebag at the window. I don't know, you know, I, that's the word I was thinking of, too, yeah. Yeah, and like a guy from Huntington Beach has a big raised truck. That guy's pretty intuitive. Yeah, big raised truck, no a, fear soul, sticker. a soul patch, a yeah. no fear sticker, and he's opening beers with his reef sandals that have a beer opener on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the guys, yeah. Yeah, so why do you like it, then? Do you like the beach? I like I like the temperature. I like the fact that it's always 72 degrees, so it's not necessarily HB as much I live right by the wetlands, so and more like by Sunset Beach. Okay, I was so just it's, it's more quiet than the douchebag downtown HB. You know? I like Sunset Beach. I was just in that area because I was trying to drive back to LA from my parents in Orange County, and uh, there was a freeway detour, and I was like, "Well, here I am in Seal Beach." I definitely did not intend to go here, but I have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really like that area. Good dog park in Huntington Beach. There is. Off leash, off leash, uh, beach dog park, pretty great. Absolutely, absolutely. I've yet to do all the dog park stuff with my dog. Yeah, the Hollywood one's pretty good. I live up near there. That one's nice. If you're looking for a hot twenty six year olds, which I know you are, 
Dogs or humans? Humans, females. And then uh, Huntington's one of the only dog beaches in California that you can have them off leash. Gary, I did not know you were a font of dog park info. You don't have a dog up here. Only because my roommates won't let me. Oh. But why? But do I. Like, okay, you're trying There's to pick hot up a hot. I know, but how do you go there without a dog? I Aren't call you a like. friend with a dog. Okay. Because it's like going to Chuck E. Cheese without a child. No, no, no. That's pedophilic. <laughs> No, no, my friend has a my friend has a two month old lab puppy, and it's like that's just might as well be. My face just melted. I know it did, as does every female's, which is why it's amazing. Yeah, you're gonna need to bring in some photos. I will. Well, Jeff. Yes. Now, what do we talk about? I don't know. Tell us. Okay. I'm, what's I'm going on, in Mike wondering. and Molly? <laughs> no, I what's don't. I left the room. I left the room. I don't know what's going on. Oh, wow. To give us your now undivided week, attention? I won't know what's going on. I'll miss the story. What made you start listening to this show? Uh, well, uh, I was a big fan of Corollas and uh, liked you on there. And I'm unemployed, so I got, to, I got nothing but to do but listen to podcasts all day. Well, gosh. I hope you never find a job. <laughs> Not really. I do hope you find a job. How hard are but, you looking? I'm not looking very hard at all. Oh. I'm living off the public dole. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not sure what I want to do. The the business I was in doing blueprinting and printing for stuff, you know, it's 2013 and printing just isn't something that gets done that much anymore. So. Yeah, I know. So it involves kind of a whole re-planning and recasting of, of a whole life. Yeah. Yes. Well, it sounds yes. like you're in good spirits. I am. Is... Well, Allison Rosen's on the phone. Come on. I know you're just going to start. You're going to start crying. You're going to start crying the minute I get off the phone, aren't you? I am. I don't am. don't do that. Yeah. There's no need. Right. Just let the memory <laughs> of this phone call keep you warm in the lean time. Keep you going through next month, hopefully. That's right. Well, Jeff, it's been delightful talking to you, and right. I hope that you remember this always and fondly. And by I the will. way, please mm. spread the word about architects because I cannot. Carry this I've, torch I've been alone. I've everybody for years. I, I know. I was, I was happy to hear you mention it myself. So. Yeah. We need to spread the word. Architects have had their day for far too long. They have. They like the, have. Have you read The Fountainhead or do you know about it? Yes. I mean, Ayn yes. Rand in general, what is she, like the architect's publicist? <laughs> 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 she is. Or was. So, so what, why, do, why, why was I lucky enough to get a phone call from Allison Rosen, your new best friend? Well, you sent us your phone number, right? Oh, I don't, I don't remember doing that, but okay. Well, we were just dialing randomly. Good thing you're listening. <laughs> How <laughs> I you found somebody else. <laughs> Let's do that for now on, Gary, just randomly. <laughs> so wait a minute. White I'm sorry. pages in Huntington Beach and just pray for a listener. <laughs> but then hope he knows who I am. So you, your understanding of what happened up to this point was that we just called you randomly? Yeah. You have, no, like you have no memory of sending us your phone number for a fan phone call? It doesn't sound out of the out of the bulk. It doesn't sound out of the question. But I well, yeah, we're not lying. Do you Wait. drink much? <laughs> <laughs> no, answer uh, the question. What? What's? what's uh, no, no, I don't. But I do smoke a lot of pot. Oh well, that makes even more sense. Um. Yeah. Okay. Wow. 
So you really thought that you we just randomly dialed you? No, I knew it, there was a reason. I knew there must be something like I sent you something. I don't remember doing it, and I didn't know if there was something more involved that was going to happen. I don't know. <laughs> this is my favorite topper ever. I know. I was dreading this about 12 minutes ago, but the fan phone call has totally redeemed it. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, <laughs> random phone call. I don't think we can even call this fan phone call anymore. No, I'm still I, – what I am uh, thinking about now is how you were dreading this 12 minutes ago. This is a chance a to work with me, myself. Gary. Oh, Talked okay. a little bit too much about myself. All right. I this, feel this like – This is about you. Yeah. You're right. Thank you for reminding me. Well, Jeff. Yes. Wow. I I don't know what to say. This has been amusing and hilarious, but unintentionally so, I think. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, I keep but, waiting for like the green slime to fall. Like you can't do this on television or something. I love a Nickelodeon reference. <laughs> I saw Jack. Oh yeah, that is what they called it. Just saying. Yeah. Jeff, you have a good night. We're gonna let you go now. Gary Ellison, nice talking to you. Good talking to you. Bye, Jeff. Okay, Take bye. Care. Wow. It took a long time to get to that point. And then he seemed very aware of what was going on when, I you know. ca- when we when he answered. But he and yet he said a few times, "What did I do to be, get so lucky as to receive this phone call?" And I thought he was just kind of just he meant it rhetorically, but he meant literally. How are we calling him? <laughs> there have been a few people who have sent in their significant others' numbers. Yeah, this was not one of them. <laughs> See, it's sort of like when Daniel proposed to me and I kept saying I needed to pee and I feel like he was just like pushing that aside because it didn't work with the the surprise proposal plan, but I really needed to pee. I think that he, this guy kept saying, what did I do to get so lucky? And we were just like not quite listening to it. But next time we have to pay attention to things like that because he really wanted to know. No, but I thought he meant as opposed to the hundreds, nay, thousands of other <laughs> Allison Rosen listeners who have submitted their numbers. Yeah. I didn't think... I know, I did I too. I didn't think he meant in the white pages sense of like, <laughs> how did you land on me? I know. But he did. Uh, I would also like to say that in the course of that phone call, I started thinking about how many times I was saying, um, and certain people who are mean point out that I say, um, and uh, a lot. And uh, I like to think it's – see, there's one. I like to think it's part of my charm. But it's also one of those things that I should probably not say. I should just become that person who inserts long pre- pregnant pauses into my speech. Like um, – oh, there's one. Like Larry Elder. Does anyone listen to him? I only – I hate listen to him because he bugs me, but he does that a lot. Or am I, I confuse him with Mark Levin. I don't know who. I don't know which one I mean. I think it's Larry Elder. It's when I skip around on the AM dial trying to find news. Skip around on the AM dial. That makes it sound like I'm driving a car in 1950. Okay. I've said too much. Gary has certainly said too much, except he didn't really say too much, but he feels like he said too much. And I think Jeff said just enough. That'd be Jeff the caller. So here is part two of my interview with the lovely Ben Hoffman. And as a quick reminder, if you would like, well, yeah, so we're giving away an iPad. 
even though I just want it to be mine. I have to give soon. it to you guys. The very soon. Get those entries in. There's That's only a right. few days left. I know. So if you would like to win this iPad that we're giving from our good friends over at Citrix and go to meeting, tweet us at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. And answer the question, if you could host a GoToMeeting from anywhere, where would it be and why? And use the hashtag AllisonFreeiPad. And then it will be yours if we like your answer. Is there anything else we need to tell them? Well, perhaps you'd like some extra Allison Rosen as your new best friend. I think you would. We did a live podfest, live episode from the L.A. Podfest. I say podfest, but sometimes I say podcast festival. Is it technically PodFest or is it Podcast Festival? It's both. Well, it's from the website both. is LA PodFest, I think. The mm-hmm. t-shirts all say PodFest, but it the extended pod- ones say Podcast Festival. Right. Well, anyway, we did a show there with Doug Benson and Greg Proops, and there's a special bonus episode of my show that we recorded there, and that is available in the comedy album section of the iTunes store for $1.99. But... Uh, you know what? I think I said this on what you're about to hear or on what you heard on Monday. It's easily worth two ninety nine. So it's only $1.99, though. I'm making a joke. I don't feel like it's coming off that well. But also, we mentioned a book. <laughs> Gary's agreeing with me. I'm going to cut you out of my life. I'm going to cut you out of this topper. <laughs> um, then it's just all me, which I don't yeah. want any of. <laughs> right. It's like that comic strip Garfield minus Garfield. Anyone, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, Google that. Oh, yes. We mentioned a bonus episode, another bonus episode, but this one was not uh, not a not one they have to pay for uh, when we were doing the iTunes comment of the week. There was a lot of us in that. Well, see, now I'm just having a full on uh, meltdown, full on self-conscious uh, um, ah, meltdown. What I wanted to say, though, is that was a reference to the bonus episode of my show with Lynette Carolla, which I oh, – there it is. I just need to go to bed and put this day behind me. You can find that just right in the – you know, you've probably already heard it because you subscribe because you're wonderful. And so you already heard the episode. I wish I hadn't even brought it up. Okay. Here is the rest of my interview with Ben Hoffman. I love you. Do you like LA? And how long ago did you move out here? I've been here like eight years. First of all, I want to hear your answer. Um, I think I do. I miss a lot of I things. I think I do is not the the enthusiasm I was looking for. I'm the mayor of L.A. <laughs> no, but no, go on. I, my life is better here and I'm happier here overall. I don't drive around thinking, oh my God, I love this town. I definitely don't have that feeling. But I feel like it's easier, for me, it's easier to be happy, to be happy here and to have sort of a more balanced life. In New York, I was kind of the person that you were saying that you were when you first got here, which is all I ever thought about was career in New York. And just, I was nervous and I was comparing myself to I would think that would be everyone. less in New York because there's other stuff going on. There, for me, there wasn't. It was, ju- I mean, it was, I was just consumed with that. Huh. It was a very, like, 
that was my 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 only focus in New York. Interesting, because because uh, I to answer your question, which I then asked you, I just still think I'm just like a small town kid, kind of. So L.A. like I New York still to this day really freaks me out. Because I went there once as a teenager, and I was just – I was, like, almost crying. It was, like, such a big – I'd never see anything like it. Mm-hmm. Now I kind of like it because it's a little – it's kind of exciting. But L.A.'s a little closer to me than – I don't want to compare L.A. to New York to Kentucky. But <laughs> L.A.'s definitely a little closer where you can, like, drive around. Right. And you're it's not a little like, more sprawling. Yeah, there's no, like, giant skyscrapers everywhere and people screaming and yelling in traffic. So it's a little more, uh, you know – Calm. Calm, I guess is the word. But it's. I'll just. I don't think I'll ever be used to it. Because you really you you consider yourself a country boy. I just right? feel like I, I just. I just grew up in that area. I remember being in going to New York City as a kid, and like uh, like a, when I was thirteen. My grandmother took. I'll tell you the backstory. My grandmother from Nashville used to take all of us when we turned thirteen. Would take us to New York for our bar mitzvah trip, as the gift. That was your gift. Having an awful time in New York with my grandmother. <laughs> Congratulations. You're a man now. <laughs> and uh, I went there with my grandmother, fucking miserable the whole time. Had to share a bed with my grandmother, which, again, is probably what I'm dealing with in therapy right now. Um, I made love to her. No, I made up that last part. Um, uh, but it did, that got a laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, seriously, I did not make love to my grandmother. But I remember coming back from New York to Nashville, and we had to stop by the grocery and sitting in the car of the grocery in Nashville, which is like an empty grocery at night. Even as a 13-year-old, like, God, this is fucking great. Like, mm-hmm. just the quiet of an empty parking lot at night in Nashville, which is a disturbing thought for a 13-year-old to have, <laughs> which is like a serial killer stuff. Yeah. But just like, God, it's so quiet. Like, I had just been bombarded for two well, days. Well, there's so much stimulation in I New could, York, I can't, especially if you're I someone who so, tended to anxiety. There's a lot of things you need to be aware exactly. of Exactly. So I, that's why I think L.A. is a little better for me. But if there was showbiz in, if there was showbiz in Lexington, Kentucky, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be licensed in Kentucky, of course. But if there was any kind of showbiz gigs, I would have never moved. I was never the guy who's like, I got to get the fuck out of this town. Because all my friends were like, man, fuck this town. I'm getting out of here. I'm like, where are you going? They're like, we're going to you know, Elizabethtown. It's an hour <laughs> this way. And they got like, you know, they got three Taco Bells or whatever it is. Um, so I uh, I never had any desire to leave other than just this, I decided this is what I want to do and this is – the place I guess you have to be to do it. I knew it was this or New York, and I can't live in New York, so it was this. At what age did you decide comedy is what you wanted to do? Early 20s. I did a lot of – I did some wandering. What does that mean? I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I got done with college, and I'm like, fuck. I, don't, my, I remember a buddy of mine. This was like it's baby steps to get out west because a buddy of mine was like, yo, dude, we got this uh, – buddy of mine owns a house in Portland, man. You can rent a room in it for 225 bucks a month. And I'm like, yeah, Portland. That's where I want to go. Never been to Portland. Didn't know anything about it. Went out there. Lasted like three months. Like, why the fuck am I doing in Portland? Mm-hmm. Basically went back home. Then I moved to Chicago for like six months. It's like took some se- second city classes. Like, oh, this might be fun. Moved back home for two months. And I finally, my parents were just like, get the fuck out. That's when I was like, oh, let me go out to L.A. and try to, you know, make a career out of it. It was baby steps. Took a while. But I eventually figured it out because... I'm sitting here on a podcast talking about it. Yeah, you've made it. I don't know about that, but uh, I'm making a living doing it. That's something, right? That is definitely something. And you like uh, – no, I, I want to ask you something else. Can I, can I ask you about sure, the show? Sure, sure. Because I – I don't know how to ask this. 
I'm going back to kind of your comment about how you thought it was sweet. See, to me, although there's a lot of dirty stuff in it, it's as fun. And I've noticed from the feedback, it's as females are in, are liking it as much as males, mm-hmm. which is very weird for a sketch show like this. And I'm hoping that trend continues. Do you think – is it just only because you're in comedy you think you like that? Do you no. think your girlfriends would like it? Yeah, I think I think my girlfriends who weren't like who weren't even in the biz. I think they would have to have a sense of humor, well, but of I course, don't yeah. think I don't think I like it because of what I do. I think there's just okay. I'm about That's to a blow good... a lot of smoke up your ass. Oh, I love it. No, no, um, my I... ass is open. No poop in it. Smoke. Start blowing. Thank you. I feel more comfortable now. <laughs> <laughs> that must make it easier to talk. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think there's something undeniable. And sweet and genuine and authentic. It's a lot of synonyms that just happened. All right. But I, I like about, where it's going. You, about you. Thank and you. And I think that's what makes it seem sweet. Uh, even – I mean I would say it's more like maybe mischievous than mean-spirited. There's I would agree with that. something gentle about it. Well, I think – I tried as much as possible and I'm going to elaborate on the question that I asked you. Um, you most likely only have one shot of this, of, especially of having your own TV show. A lot of people have many shots. Most people don't have any. I'm like, I just want to put myself on the screen. If I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down as me, Mm -hmm. right? Because I don't want to do a show like, fuck, I had a chance, and the audience never got to know me. I can go – I'm fine with um, the show didn't work and people didn't like me being – you know, I can live with that. Right. Remind me in two months I said that. (laughs) But I can't – I have no – I wanted to put – those are the kind of comedians I always liked. It's just like, you know, just to wear themselves and being themselves. So that was the goal. Like who? Well, I mean, I was a huge fan of Woody Allen growing up. And obviously you see him in interviews and stuff and you see him like, I don't know if you've, have you seen that new documentary on him. I have not. It's amazing. It's on Netflix. Um, you got to watch it. And Albert Brooks is another one of my favorites. Um, but you don't even know the difference between them on screen and off. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm taking it a step further almost in that I'm actually playing myself. Although Albert Brooks did play a character called Albert Brooks in real life. And a yes. movie, movie recommendation for those of you out there. Um, great Is film. that your real therapist on the show? Yes. Was well, it he, hard to convince him? Well, I, have, I actually see a couple different therapists, and that's the one I don't see as much. And he's – we'll talk about him at some other – some, on some uh, non-recorded wait, time. Wait, why? Do you see them for different things? I have a I have a, I have a team. Do you have like a therapist in every port? I have, I, have a, I have a team of people working on me right now, and their plates are all full. Okay, there's pl- there's plenty to work with. Um, but yeah, no, he's but he's a real therapist. Like he's not an actor. But we haven't. I think we have said. Didn't he say that on one of the episodes? Yeah, he said Maybe it's a later episode. He's like, I'm not a, an actor. Like I am a therapist. Like it's a whole. Does whole. the anxiety and OCD stuff? Um, does that run in your family? I don't know. The, here's the thing. That's the first question I, I always get when I go see therapist. And here's the answer I get every time. I, I, the answer is no. My parents aren't like that at all. And then my therapist goes, you know, a lot of times, you know, they hide it inside and they don't show it to you. And it's like, I'm like, well, then how the fuck do I know? So it's very possible. Right. Like they were hiding it from me and that, that maybe they have are filled with neurosis and anxiety. And my mom probably more than my dad. But they keep asking me like – they ask that question all the time, like, where is this coming? It must come from your parents somewhere. And that, and I say, no, it, I don't think it does. And they go, well, they're probably hiding it. So how do I get to an answer? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know the answer. They from from outside, but also also it's a different way of living too. Like my dad woke up at six and got home at like seven at night. There's no time to be neurotic at eight o'clock when you're trying to go. To, you know, mm-hmm. put the kids to bed. Three annoying boys, and you work thirteen hours. You're like, there's no time. Like, right? You, there's no. Plus being a doctor there, is a there's really, no OCD. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like if you had OCD, being a doctor is a good thing. Because there's so much rigid. There's such yeah. A structure also, but to also, it. he probably would have never gotten into being a doctor if he had OCD and touching all. You know. Oh, that's true. How many prostate exams is that guy given? Yeah, I don't know. It's your dad. I've asked him many times, but yeah, every time I talk to him, like one of the first things they'll be like, hey, "So what's going on? How many uh, assholes you stick your finger in today?" He's like, I don't know, probably two or three. He's very honest. <laughs> he's a very honest man. That's so sweet. I feel like I'm, I don't want to sit. I don't want to make any promises, but I feel like I asked him that on the sh- on one episode, and he answered. Oh, well, I'm, I'll look forward to that. But if not, it's 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 on average. It, there's a few a day. Okay. I feel like we have not gotten to the bottom of all that is you, but I also feel like we should do just me or everyone, which is a segment we do on my show. Have I heard just me or everyone? I don't know if you have or not. It, it would. Uh, you told me that you you just listened to John Daly Part 1, and it's on John Daly Part 2. But I've listened to other versions of the podcast. I guess I've never heard this one. What is – just explain it to me. Okay. Just Me or Everyone is where people tweet us things that they think or do, and they wonder, is it just them or everyone? Oh, I, I already like this game. Yeah. All right, go. Okay. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right, Steve Dave forty seven says, "When it's cold outside, can people see my farts like they can see my breath?" I have never wondered about that, although now I will. I gotta say, oh, are we allowed to say his name? Oh yeah, that's they they wrote in wanting wanting all Steve the glory. Dave forty seven. So the answer would be just me, but it's not just me; it's him. Yeah, it's just it's him. just you, Steve Dave forty seven. Okay. Mr. The Mr. Lister, when I turn my head sideways to eat a taco, I feel like the taco is taking pleasure in watching me demean myself to taste it. Who now, are these people? Oh, they're just they're my listeners. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I know. Um, take, um, no, I've never had that thought. Did, did he? But he did, he did he write that thinking? Hoping the answer the answer would be that's it's everyone. Yeah. Who would ever think that? Well, here's the thing. When I started this, there were a lot of things that I shared that I thought was going to be just But they everyone. probably made it, sense. Nope. Turned out it was just me more often right. than not. Maybe maybe yeah. you yeah, maybe you We're all together unique and right. kind of freaks. Diabolic Dave, when there are two switches for the same light, I like them to both be up if it's on or down when it's off. I oh, got to say I I'm I'm pushing I'm going I'm switching my my tune on this. I th- I'm with him on that. Yeah, that one I'm totally with. But wait, I know. Usually he's... they are. Usually, if you there's a game of hopscotch you can play where you can get them to both. Yeah, coincide. I think I think I know what he's right. saying. Like sometimes yeah. if you have two switches mm-hmm. in the sa- in the same room for the same lights, I'm with you. That's not that weird. You wouldn't. It'd be weird to have them like th- like again. This is a podcast, right? They can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> Except when they watch the video. Um, if they're opposite ways and both lights are out, or opposite ways and both are on, that would be annoying. Do you have the thing? Which where... is weird to say to diabolic Dave. Do you have? <laughs> He's diabolic about very minor household yeah. issues. Do you have the thing where you have certain uh, switches where the light is horizontal, like instead of up or down, it's left or right? Because I have a few of those in my place, and I think why. What do you mean left? Or, like uh... like you flip it to the right, 
to turn the light on to the left. I mean, I think like the, like the knobs, like that. Is that what you're talking about? No, I don't mean. Oh, the I know what you're saying, like the switch, the actual flipper. Flippy, yeah, yeah, the flip switch. Thing. No, yeah. I don't have any of those, but okay. I, I get them. Here's one from A R I Y M B F. That's me. That's the Twitter feed of this show, but I tweeted it from that account to yourself. Yeah. Well, to the public at large. I like to watch TV with the closed captioning on because I like to read while I watch. I do. I prefer, even if it's English, I prefer to have the closed captioning on. Gary's laughing at me. Because a couple things. One, I don't know why, but I have trouble hearing often. And I don't think it's that – because I've had my – I used to play drums. I've had my hearing tested. Because they've been playing the theme so loud that you lost your hearing? Possibly. Um, no, I, I maybe then I then I go nut. This is kind of an OCD thing. I'll like mess with the equalizer on my parents' TV. I do this because I'm like maybe it's just that there's too much mids or too much bass and blah blah blah. But I think I don't know what it is. Um, but also, I am very susceptible. I am very tempted to start looking at Twitter or any other things while I turn the TV on. But if I'm reading, then it engages me more. Here's where I'll go with you on that. Because I used to live in apartments that were like very, you know, before all the wealth and fame and acclaim and the, and, right. the, and the least Volvo, where it's like, you know, you can't make much noise at night. And I like to stay up and watch TV late at night. So I would sometimes do that just because I actually switched to actually wearing headphones watching TV, which is weird, really, really weird. But it's the same basic idea. Yeah. Which is. Um, you can't turn it loud enough to hear it. Yes. You need to really hear the TV. So I'm going to say. That it's just me. No, I'm going to say it's well, – You're going to uh, say you can relate. I can relate. It's not everyone. Me, right? yeah, yeah. I have another one from me that was not up here, but I thought about That's it good. recently. Okay. It's uh, – though there's no reason for me to fear this, I find myself often idly wondering if maybe I've picked up a parasite. You? Well, you asked the wrong Like I'm always relieved when I don't find um, worms crawling out of my butt. I had one time I had my I had bug not bed bugs but bugs were like in my bed they weren't officially Ugh. bed bugs and I freaked out and so I called my dad which I usually call with these things I'm like I go what if, what are these bugs I'm like he's like can you just you know you call, I'm a grown man calling my dad about these problems I go like <laughs> but I go I go literally like what if these came from inside like what if these came oh god from inside your body no but what I said was what <laughs> if he's like what how can I go to sleep he's just like you just go sleep like what if these bugs crawl up my butt yeah and he goes it's common fear. here's what my dad said. How do you know that's not where they came from? I'm like, you fucking asshole. That doesn't help, yeah. Yeah, because that's exactly what I was thinking all night. was right. like, there are bugs living in my ass. Ugh. And to let the ladies know, there there aren't. How do you know? I don't. I mean, I guess I guess I should let the ladies know. It's We don't know. Yeah. I, I might have to talk bu- about my friend Dustin for a minute. Regular listeners know who this is. He's someone who right. uh, used to appear a lot on the show at, at the beginning. And... He is convinced that there's such a thing as sit-up farts or, like, exercise farts, bike there, farts. We talked about that, where when, where you have to fart when you're doing sit-ups. But he thinks it's because the all the, like, ab crunches and things create a vacuum which sucks air up into your butt and then it has to come back out. And no, I'm like, that's not no. – how that's – farts, they don't come just, from it's, outside. It's just from like, exerting pressure yeah. and, like, the release. You know, I don't think farts are, like – no. Farts, is, it's not like an, you know. Opportunistic uh, air. Exactly. It's not, it's not, not like it air is going in and some has to come out. Right. You know, this yeah. is not a, I, what's wrong with this guy? That's the only thing. But I, I bring it up because bugs crawling at things invading your butt. That was the Yeah, line. no, but I do, I, I know what you're saying. Like, because I remember, like, there's there's times where I'll get, like, I'll go through, like, a couple weeks where I'm, like, really, really hungry. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Dude, maybe I'm so hungry because I have like a tapeworm or something like that. That yeah. freaks me out. 
You know, I have no reason to even think it. I just find it's just something that my brain sort of settles on too often. Okay. Drawings DP. When walking downstairs, I have to look at each step for fear of falling and breaking my neck. Yeah, I have that because sometimes I won't. And then I'll be like, I'll suddenly get that feeling of um, like when you're, I'll almost get this sense, like a fear of heights or something. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that's, I don't know. We've, 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 we've read some pretty crazy ones. That's not, uh, it's not reading is too crazy for me. Yeah. His picture looks crazy, but the question's not that crazy. Rip Taylor Hansen. If I see a fast food cup with a lid on it in the road, I feel like I have to run it over, and I'm sure one day it will be filled with TNT. He had me till the end. Yeah. I don't – you have to run it over? No, but I could just see – that sounds like it's a very kind of – what we were talking about before. OCD. It's a very OCD yeah. thing of like I have, when I see a cup, I have to run over it. The TNT part is where, he, where he's, he's on his own. Yeah. Colby Tires. Ever since the Seinfeld episode when Susan died, I will not lick an envelope. Instead, I spit on my finger and rub to seal the deal. No, I've seen it, but I will still lick envelopes, but I don't enjoy it. I do not lick envelopes. I refuse to lick envelopes. Okay. I'm scared of poison from envelopes. I will not touch a piece of paper that has been in a drugstore where disgusting people have been. Colby Tires. I'm with you, my man. Is that a man? Uh, What's the picture? I, I can't, can't tell. Yeah. P- maybe. Wait, uh, really? You, you. I will not lick envelopes, no. And you won't touch a p- p- piece of paper that's been in a drugstore? No, I'll touch it, but not with my tongue. Okay. What do you do with stamps? You get the adhesive ones? Get the adhesive ones. No, I, I, I will rub the, the thing, the envelope, with like a sponge or something yeah. and close it. And then I'll usually scotch tape it. I told you I'm crazy. No, I sometimes do the scotch tape thing too. Yeah, but like I'm not going to take – like basically if I said like, would you lick that piece of paper right there? This? There's my answer. For those of you who weren't watching, I just, licked just licked the it. Paper. Yeah, so that – my point was going to be like, see if you'll – here's – pretend like you didn't. See, and then the why would you lick an envelope if you won't lick that? But you threw my whole argument off. Sorry. But now I totally get what you mean now. Gary, do you lick envelopes? I mean, the last time I had to mail something, I can't remember. But yeah, I will if I need to. Okay. Got I it. mean, if I'm that didn't help. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. It's okay. I mean, apologize to him. I'm apologizing to the. No, world. I I know that it's crazy, but this guy's. I'm with Col- yeah, Colby. Yeah, Colby. Obviously, it's not just him. So, Cosmo Demonic, just me or everyone. I have and still use toilet and household items that are at least ten years old. Shave cream and WD forty. Yeah, I off the top of my head, I can't think of any, but that is something I would do. If you had, wait a second, there's something wrong. Did this guy stock up on shaving cream like around Y two K? How do you still have shaving cream from ten years ago? That's a good question. WD forty is one thing. Shaving cream? Maybe he his. If I had shaving, if I had shaving cream at my disposal that was ten years old, I would use it. Oh, so would I. But I don't know how. I'm with you. I don't know how. How how does that happen? Yeah. Yeah. This guy shave once a decade. Sounds like it. I don't know. I'm not. His name is Cosmo Demonic, so I'm not too worried. He sounds like he's got bigger issues there. If you judge people based on the Twitter names, this bit, this whole bit yeah. doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, exactly. But no, yeah, I, it's not crazy, but it, there's something wrong with the premise, I feel like. H. Tarlick. Just me or everyone. Hearing people at movies eating during the quiet times, during coming attractions, first of all, the sense is very convoluted, uh, drives me insane. Hearing people eat when it's quiet drives I'm, me insane. I, 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 I'm, I'm actually just eating crow right now because I was just talking about your crazy listeners very early in this game, and I've been agreeing with them, them ever since, and i got to go with this guy. That, really? d- that makes me crazy. Why? Just, just the chomping. It's just like, you know, like when you're a kid, if this, this happens to everyone, I'm sure, where they have that giant Lucas sound, 
and it gets real because qu- everyone's trying to let their farts go, and then it just <laughs> stops, and you hear like the dude like. <laughs> so it always like that would always get me. The, that was the biggest laugh of it as a kid. It's just the redneck who was like trying to rip the fart out during the when they did the big Lucas uh-huh. sound thing, and it wouldn't come out in time, and then it got really quiet before the movie started, and you hear. Some rip. That's half the reason I went to see any movie. Yeah, uh, it's a big problem with rednecks. They can't get the fart out during the Lucas sound uh, thing. Um, <coughs> I used to always. I'm sorry, but yo, no. I'm. You're that, listening to people chomp their food is disgusting to me. Yes, one of my go-to jokes that only cracked me up was I used to like as soon as it went from really loud to quiet, I would always say to me like virgin. Like as if, yeah, it's the same thing. It's a verbal fart, but I never. That's funny, though. No, but it wasn't because it was just too. uh, But it's not funny after you heard heard that another option would be to fart. Yeah, knowing that was on the table. I know. Do Gary? Do we have the Greg Proop song that he made up? Do we have the shorter version or just the really long one? We have we have the one. Okay. We should make it shorter, but we should play the long one now, and I'll explain it. So I did my show live at the L.A. Podcast Festival, and my guests were Greg Proops and Doug Benson. Yeah, Do you know them? of course. And um, they felt like all these segments needed closing songs, which we don't have. So um, they invented them. And then here's just a snippet. I say snippet, but it's longer than a snippet. A Greg Proops song, but it has um, it makes me laugh every time. Let's put it Is here. it me? Is it everyone that has neurotic compulsions that compel them to tweet in the middle of the night when no one else is asleep? And yet I feel that Allison can totally relate to these neurotic fucking musings of mine. It's an endless song that starts again right now. Is it me or is it everyone? It's so good. It's, it didn't even feel like you made it up now. I believe that it Thank exists. You. There's pudding and That's it scares me. There's lights and they're afraid. There's a chicken on my stoop and there's a robin in the yard and there's a fucking thing that happened the other day when I was in my car. That just made me feel like a really shitty podcast guest. Because he sang? Nah, it's because he's, he's already way funnier than me. That's two no, seconds. No, that's, that's not true. But I'm not I mean, here they to be, were funny, but... I'm not here to be funny. I'm just here to be myself, right? Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. But anyway, here, I'm going to plug something now. If Go listeners ahead. would like to get that episode, that is available in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. It's a special bonus episode, and it's $1.99, but it's worth easily $2.99. That's a free dollar. That's right. That's right. It's $2.99 worth of podcast in a $1.99 bag. I know this is your, the promo stuff, but can I ask a question? What is on this album? Hilarity. But I mean, is it like just uh, old podcasts, like songs, bits? Like it's uh, not even an album. It's that episode. It's it's the oh. recorded episode live. It's a, li- ni- it's a funny live <laughs> episode. It was um, dollar ninety nine. What do you go? go I mean, thank that, you. That's not. I'm not. I'm not even. I haven't even heard it. I'm just saying. How, you've, if you've listened to this podcast to the end, spend two bucks. It's funny. It's really. We, funny. We've heard two seconds, and it's hilarious. Yeah. All right, and then we also do a segment called um, called um. Hey. Hey. Go fuck yourself. And this is where we single out. Well, okay. It started, I would read tweets or comments that I received where I felt like I needed to tell the person to go fuck themselves. I don't have any today. I don't have any specific ones. Do, do you? Is there anyone you need to tell to go fuck themselves? Because I, But I have sort of a general thing. I have a general go fuck yourself. Uh, go fuck yourself. Um, let me think about. Well, you go first. Okay. 
lately, I've been getting a lot of comments on my how I'm starting to look gothy, goth, uh, or oh. how I need like just go in the sun or how I'm too pale or something. And I don't understand why it's all of a sudden happening. But but to people who think that I'm just starting, oh no, I've had a lifetime of this. The fact that you think that I am not, I mean, I'm not goth, but I always look goth. But the fact that you think I'm not goth, that's the aberration. This is the real me. Morticia-like. I, you don't look goth at all to me. I mean, now that, now that you thank you, I, the, I, thank I, you. Literally, the the thought never crossed thank my you. mind. I didn't. Thank I, you. I'm not just saying that because Ugh. I'm here. That never crossed my mind. Now that you say it, yeah, I guess you're wearing some dark clothing. But yeah, that's a definite fuck off. Yeah, but also, it bothers me that people always are trying to get you out of black clothes, and that reminded me of a real. Hey, go fuck yourself. I'm a long, 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 long. This is like from the archives of Go Fuck Yourself, which is uh, when I worked at the OC Weekly, a friend and I, I don't know why we did this because we didn't actually end up writing about it. But we thought we went to this was when speed dating was popular and they were hosting a speed dating thing in town. That was popular. Yeah. I was. I miss those days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or it was having a I think Sex in the City maybe popularized. I don't know. So we went to a speed dating event with the idea that we would write about it. And the whole thing was just my experience of it was, okay, this is where in 30 seconds you learn why this person is single still because it's like 30 seconds of a blast of I I would never want to date this person. But I remember this one guy. So I was wearing um, a black shirt and I probably actually did look a little more gothy in those days because I was playing in a band at the time, which meant um, I don't know what. But and I also hated myself and was unhappy. So that might have that, that, been that, coming that, off. That, pro- that yeah. probably had something to do with it. Go right. on. But so I remember, I think you were like, you picked a question out of a basket and answered it or something. And it was like, he was answering where he would take me on a date. And I remember he's like, I'd take you to the beach and I'd get you out of those black clothes. And I was thinking, I feel raped by your comment. Like I feel, vi- I feel, I already want to have have spent less time with you. Because I don't know you, and you're already trying to take my clothes off, and you're criticizing. No, I, I, I blank for a second. What did he say? He said that if we went on a date, he would take me to the beach, you know, get you out of those black clothes. Lighten no, up my look. F- fucking creep. Yeah. Yeah. Go but fuck it yourself. Wasn't, yes. It, I think my reaction to it, it wasn't just the notion of of getting me into a bathing suit, though. It was you just met me, and you're already Trying to change me? Not just You're cha- already trying to, well, to get but, me but, out of but the – like, make somehow, me wear color? He somehow in one sentence is doing what you just said and implying like forcibly having sex with you. Like he did – it's like – and somehow he, 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 he managed like eight different things yeah. in that sentence. Of Lecher- all of the, lecherous all- and insulting and presumptuous all in one. It's, it's a real classic – it's a real classic. Hey, 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 yeah. go fuck yourself. That's what this segment was made for. Can I tell you my go fuck Please. yourself? Okay, I just thought of one. So I was in a, I was out with some friends a while ago, and uh, they're like, can you take our picture? And we, like, took their picture on like, for them. Like, can one more? And then one time I just, like, got in the picture, like, you know, like, put my, like, snuck in the picture, and my buddy took a, pic- took a picture of me. Like, we would ever do anything with it. Like, I, it's just a picture of me with strangers. We just thought it, at the time, you know, it was funny. And she starts fucking screaming. She's like, give me that picture. Give me the fucking phone. Give me the phone. She wants to, like, fucking delete the pictures mm-hmm. off, that we have a picture of her on my phone. Like, I'm going to fucking sell it to, like, you know, uh, 
uh, Arrowhead water and use it as an ad or something, <laughs> or I'm going to use it in like a I – mean, she doesn't even know who I am. Like I'm going to yeah. use it on a fucking TV. Like you're not even allowed to do that, you fucking idiot. She started screaming at me. You see, I'm, I'm revving up here. And she would not fucking leave until I gave her my phone and she del- personally del- – a picture I didn't even want on my phone. Right. My, f- my buddy took the picture on the phone. Like she thought – well, I, 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 I didn't say this, but can I repeat to you what he said? Yeah. It's always the fucking threes who think they're tens. That's what he screamed. Was she a three? I'm not going to say. It's not for me to say. But he was – she was implying like this beautiful like yeah. look what we got. I'm gonna, I think she was saying like I was going to go home and masturbate to this picture. It ain't happening. With this picture. This picture was deleted before you even wanted me to delete it. And she started screaming. And at the time, I've never been approached like this in my life, screaming at me that she needed that picture off her phone. Go fucking fuck yourself. You're fucking disgusting. Yeah. Hey, hey three. Hey, yeah. hey, I don't fuck yourself. I didn't want to come off as someone who numbers women, but my, that's right. my friend said. But you have eyes. I mean, was she attractive or not? No, she was nasty. Okay. That's what made me. That's what, that's what angered me. So listen, I'm no, I, I ain't the best looking guy in the world. But I'm not gonna. If you take my picture, I'm not gonna yell at you. Yeah, I have class. That's why I'm not on an episode of Go Fuck Yourself. That's right. Well, Ben Hoffman. What's your middle name? Isaac. Ben Isaac Hoffman. That's good because kids can't rearrange that and do anything fucked up with. Yeah, them. Benjamin Isaac Hoffman. Great name for growing up in Kentucky. You're right. Kids love that. So what? They did make fun of your name. Yeah, they made fun of him. Isaac. Well, I know a whole lot of Isaacs around. I know, but mine, my middle initial is M. So in monograms, it's Arm, which doesn't even seem that That's bad. That's kind of cool. No, but it wasn't. Like if I, had a, I, I could see like Arm Productions or like. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, I know. I wasn't making production. This is the, this is Ace. This is when I was the Ace right, podcast. I know. Arm is not that you know Arm a division of Ace. That's nice. This has a nice ring to it. But when I was eight years old, I just got a lot of. But what's the middle name? Michelle. You know why? Because I had a tennis skirt that, my, that no, had no, a no, monogram on it. No, no, no. Go back for a second. Arm. Oh, the R's in the, the – you're talking about like the, the, towel, the towel yes. version. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking initials. I was like no. – I was about to break the news to you that M is not the middle <laughs> letter of right. arm. No, I'm talking about the monogram right, thing. Yeah. But Because in the 80s, everything and everyone Because I don't think about that because I think about no when, I was, a, when I was a kid, we had our initials on our um, – on our sweatpants, so yours would have been A M R as right. a kid, because there was a kid who had um, uh, M. Oh, he no, he we used to just have initial, but he made his his mom made his be M L F, so it wasn't M F. Right, because he was scared that she was scared of kids or we would call him motherfucker. That's you were trying awful. to get end this thing, right? And I just yeah, started, I but well, no, it's okay because I have to say that Gary's initials are G P S, and that's that- crazy. How does that affect you and your life? Uh, it doesn't really. I was really? Say, if there's any way it did, that'd be very odd. Well, but also, some- as a, as I ironically kid- have an excellent sense of direction. Yeah. But-, but as a kid, it wasn't even a thing, so who cares? No. That's really when they go after your name. Yeah. Because no, I, I remember someone emailed me and was like, just want you to know that, um, or like, you should know that the GPS coordinates are on the something that gets posted on your blah, blah, blah. Remember? Yeah. And then I was like, worried that, uh oh, Big Brother is, I, I don't even know what I was worried about. I just worried that somehow. Basically, someone is going to kill me somehow via something we've uploaded. But it, then it turned out it was just Gary's initials. That's cool. That'd be weird, too. I'm just picturing if it really did affect you. Like, you're on or, you know, why did you kill this woman? Well, you know, my initials were GPS and it's been affecting me my whole life. And <laughs> she was she looked at me the wrong way and I had to uh, rape and kill her. 
So Whoa. I mean, then, her name was Garmin. Yes, you you have to. Uh, Whoa. Now that I hear your side of it, you're off, sir. Now that I sounds have like my a defense, ho- I guess. That sounds, sounds like a horrible life you, you Well, you live. don't because you just said that it hasn't affected you. You should start laying down the yeah. the groundwork. I didn't say that under oath. Okay. God damn it, my initial are GPS. Why should I have to pay for this fucking burrito? Try that once. <laughs> All right. Ben, Do you want to finally end this? Yeah. Just All right. Well, it. I'm going to try. Let's see how it goes. All right, Ben Isaac Hoffman, thank you so much for being on the show. It was this my was pleasure. Thank you for having me. Really fun. I had a great time. Yes, this, this was really fun. And I'll ask you – I get very neurotic after these podcasts. I'll ask you a million questions about how I was after. Oh, okay. I look forward to that. But I still feel like there's depths that we've yet to plumb. So someday we'll talk to you again if you want. I would love it. And I'll also – I can tweet my questions to uh, – Oh, you know where you should tweet them? You could tweet them to at Allison Rosen, which is me. No, but what, or what was the hashtag for the at- – A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. That's Allison Rosen is your best everyone. friend. Oh, yeah. J-M-O. Sorry. Thanks. J- but you J- – J-M-E. Okay. Just me or everyone. I'll put it in there. Just So if I, if I want to ask the whole world. Yeah. If I want to be on the show again. Yeah. So just is it just me or everyone? Who wants to come back on else? All right. Okay. And where can we follow you on Twitter? Oh, at the Ben Show. That was, again, probably a mistake. I changed my Twitter handle to the name of the show because I couldn't. Some fat guy took uh, Ben Hoffman's Twitter handle. I don't know why his weight has what that has to do with it. So the only one left was the Ben Show. So my name and my show. But I do run that Twitter. It's not like run by a show. I know. You say it in your bio. Oh, yeah. And, um, but I think that's great. Rich, just put it out there. Yeah, and I, 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 tell I, I, us I, again, your show's on Comedy Central, 10... The 10. Ben Show, Comedy Central, Thursdays at 10. Special sneak peek tomorrow night, which won't mean anything to you because by the time this airs, it'll be old news. That's right. But it airs Thursdays at 10. iTunes, Xbox, Hulu, I don't know where else it is, but it's a lot of places. But go to Thursdays at 10 on Comedy Central, The Ben Show. Yeah, go to Thursdays at 10. Go to Thursdays at 10 on your uh, browser. Right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for having uh, thank me. Thank you guys for listening. I love you, and I'll talk to you next week. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen Show.
This is Corolla Digital.